Welcome back to hell. Where we talk about terrible people and terrible situations. Both worthy of going to hell. I'm your host, Jordan. And I'm your host, Lainey. Smoke tunnel. Smoke tunnel. High five you. High five you. Yeah. Woo, the crowd goes who wild. <sighs> who are we high fiving? I'm only picture. I'm only picturing the the mentors. Yeah, demons. We're high fiving demons as we come down the smoke tunnel. Oh, I tunnel. don't. No, 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 no. I take my high fives back. You guys woo. don't get high fives. It's okay. I'll give all the high fives. You get a high five, and you get a high five, and you get a high five, and that is Hellbound history. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Hellbound history. That's Jordan. I'm Lainey. This is the podcast woo. where we talk about history and all the messed up stuff that gets lost in the cracks because no one else wants to talk about it besides nope. us two cray crays yep yep yeah if i were to ever teach u.s history i would have to battle the education board and be like listen 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 linda we need we need to talk about these little moments, these little blips of uh, history that you guys are kind of li- like leaving out. Um, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm, I get parent emails. Mm-hmm. They'll say, why is my child coming home? Like, ma'am, and, this is a Wendy's. It's like, listen, listen, listen. Okay. So this story uh, I found, I kind of had heard about this, I want to say like a year ago. And um, I came across it again recently. And I just found the whole process a mix of feelings because... It's a process? Yeah, it's like a whole thing. And it's one of those... This is a story that definitely defines... This is the story of a girl who cried a river drop. Sorry, every time someone says this is the story, I instantly This is not a story of a girl. Darn it. This is Is a story of a boy Uh who cried a river and... He did cry. He did cry. He did cry. Cool. So I mean, not cool, but I, sweet. Let's just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> the topic of the week is the Gavinism of George Foster. The Gavinism. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not for sure. I know what that word means. Actually, that's okay. We'll get into that later. Oh, okay. We'll so the Gavinism not, part not, later. Not important. Understood. Not important God. right now. Not important right now. Okay. So first, let's talk about. George Foster, okay? Mm -hmm. So, George Foster is not a great man. So, the year is 1802, Mm -hmm. and um, it is Saturday, December 4th. Okay. Okay. So, George Foster is basically out with his wife, uh, Mrs. Foster, and their young child. They have went to go visit foster's like mother-in-law um around like 4 p.m that day and then they winded up uh going to this restaurant you know like that night so nothing really is a big deal about this you know it's just a man and his family enjoying an evening um until monday comes along when the body of his child is found in the canal right near where they live yeah so it was the paddington canal in london and so when the body of his child is found all eyes are looking for mr foster 
Okay, like Mrs. Fo- like Mr. Foster and Mrs. Foster. They start digging kind of through this canal to see if they can find anything else. And after mm-hmm. a few days, they find Mrs. Foster. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So wife and child are killed and they go and arrest George Foster. Um, George says it can't be him. There's no way it can be him. All right. Because... Mm. You see the, uh, you know, he had dinner with his wife, his son, um, and afterwards he just left to go to like this mill where his other two children work at. And it's really weird. Um, He just says like he went to go see these two other kids he has, like nothing else. And um, yeah, they don't really, really buy it. Uh, During his trial, They have a whole bunch of witnesses. So like Joseph Bradfield, who is the um, the housing owner uh, where George Foster lives. Um, And, you know, he testified that uh, Foster and his wife fought a lot because Foster's wife wanted to live with Foster. And not only that. um, (laughs) Wait, wait, mm -hmm. wait. Whoa. His wife. Fo- uh, uh, George mm-hmm. Foster, mm-hmm. his wife, mm-hmm. they would fight a lot mm-hmm. because his wife mm-hmm. wanted to live with him. Mm-hmm. So make it make sense. Um, his wife did not live with mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he fought about that. Yep. But you guys are married and you guys don't live mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's I all. Don't I don't think I don't I don't think that's unreasonable personally. I mean, if I if I got married to somebody, I would expect to live in the same house as them, right? Mm-hmm. If I have a kid mm-hmm. with them, especially. So yeah, and he has like two other kids apparently, and I'm like, what the? What are you so doing, what, Foster? Do we know why they don't live together? No, and we never find out. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's kind of odd. So um, did he? Did is he the one? Did like did he report the missing or no? Got it. Sounds like a very observant husband. Love that. He was just kind of like what? And then he <laughs> also said that like, see, the boy was found or like their child was found on monday okay so he's saying that he hadn't seen them since saturday sunday he wasn't around but that was contradicted because there were a whole bunch of people that definitely saw foster foster's wife and their child walking about um and when he uh was saying that night at the restaurant that he left the wife and child there while he, you know, like after he paid the bill and he went to go see his two other children away. Is this by the same, by the same mom? Um, I have no idea. Okay. He just randomly says, I have two other kids and they work at this Wonderful. mill. Wonderful. Yes. And they work at this mill. So during the trial, uh, that gets contradicted because a waitress that works at that restaurant said all three of them left together. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's definitely found guilty. Yeah, I would I would think so. Definitely found guilty. Now, here's the thing. 
he is sentenced to death and dissection afterwards. <laughs> what? That's what the word means, huh? That's what the word means. Uh, no, that's not what the oh, word means. Just no, kidding. No, you you wish that's what the word means. Oh, is you it would, worse? You would hope that's what the word oh, means. No. Um, so now here's the thing about the dissection after. At this time, um, there was a lot of research going on the human body. So uh, they uh -huh. would donate criminal bodies to science to learn about, you know, our bodies. Um, but also on a side note, people believe that this was a way to stop them from rising again during, you know, like the revelation part of the future history. Um, but mostly that it helps science. Yeah, they would they would they, after the dissection, they would take their parts and just kind of separate them and spread them apart after they did what they did. It's a. It's an old practice. Obviously, they don't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> obviously. so More than ancient Egypt. <laughs> I know. It gave me Egypt vibes. I was like, what are you guys doing? Um, so on January 18th, 1803, Foster was hanged. And right before he died, by the way, he shouts out that he just came to hate his wife. And that he tried to kill her like twice before <laughs> at the same canal, but like chickened out. I just out. didn't like her. Just yeah. I didn't really care for her too much. Divorce? Nah. My yeah. religion says nope. So you know what my religion is okay with though? Murder. Murder. Um, now here's here's a little, here's a flip of the coin. I'm going to show you another side. So BBC Knowledge did a documentary kind of re-examining uh, this whole trial in itself, by the way. So um, one thing that they pointed out was that Foster's wife was said to be extremely suicidal, like to the point where she often would have these moments where she would threaten to kill herself. Like they would have to like take stuff out of the house. and. Ma'am, the lady is being gaslit by her husband. Yeah. She um, was literally probably going crazy from her husband. I have a child with you. I am married to you. However, you do not want to live in the same house. And now you're probably minimizing my my thoughts and my feelings and my situation. And you're being like, no, you're being ridiculous. I don't understand. You know, so no mm. wonder she's suicidal. And yeah. back then divorce wasn't really a thing. So she's probably like, I'm in this unhappy marriage. My husband doesn't oh, want to live miserable. with me. I'm miserable. WTF. I will just throw my body off a cliff. Yeah. That, and honestly... That's probably kind of about what she would say. Um, also, according to this documentary, uh, they bring up the fact that Foster, while the executioner was like getting ready to like, you know, hang him, um, had like on him a very crude knife and tried to uh, <laughs> stab himself several you times. You don't kill yourself. I kill you. a weird way. And it kind of made the executioner mad, which that doesn't make sense. Um, so probably, uh, but they point out that this was super common for anybody being, you know, can, you know, sentenced to death because if at this time you're sentenced to death in dissection so if with their crude methods back then if you were to somehow survive 
uh, it didn't matter. They will still dissect you. Yeah, no. So I don't think anybody would uh, they to point be alive that out as uh, a way that Foster didn't want to be alive during that process. Um, so the body of Foster, um, you know, it was going to go specifically to this Italian scientist named Giovanni Aldini. Okay. Um, the that BBC knowledge documentary kind of suggests that um, his Foster's confession may have been under duress, but I'm kind of like, well, he's <laughs> saying it like right before he dies. But but get this, somebody on that Giovanni's payroll uh, fast tracked the trial. And was was trying to get it closed really fast and get the uh, death sentence sooner than later. So that way he could try to get the freshest corpse to his uh, boss, Giovanni. So they kind of thought that was interesting. I find that interesting as well that like, why is there somebody on Giovanni Aldini, a Italian scientist, why like someone on your payroll is messing with some law papers so that's interesting but that's just some stuff on the other side of the coin okay so foster's bodies being given to giovanni aldini for experimentation was kind of a interesting choice because giovanni's uncle created this method to stimulate muscles and electrical with electrical currents known as galvanism so they like giovanni has this like setup currently in like the area where he would produce his uh experimentation so for example one thing he did was he got a bull's head cut off and he put it like on this pedestal and he would apply electrical currents to it and make the muscles kind of contract mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. it off. OK, so this is the first time he's really doing this with like a human. OK, um, so he's dead. Uh, the George 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 is dead now. Yeah. OK, just making sure George making died. Sure he yep. is deceased. He is deceased and has been given to this uh, scientist. So um Giovanni makes a really big deal about this and he calls for like these other scientists to come and to see what galvanism really could do. So he hooks George up and there are spectators watching him in this small facility. And these are all like hospital heads, like doctors, some other scientists. And so oh, I'm going to be sick for a second. <laughs> That's OK. Once he turns on the electrical current, um, Foster's body is just laying on the table and everybody's peering in and his jaw starts to kind of chatter. Oh, my God. Oh. Jared, okay. could you like insert like teeth chattering here? <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Do you want me to just do <laughs> Yeah. And it started slow, but then it would, it started like chattering. Mm -hmm. And then um, his, his like, like arms bend and like started to like control, like contort. So like his like fingers started kind of moving and um, a couple of like his limbs and toes would wiggle and it kind of like spooked the people watching. Um, 
his eyes started opening and then closing. And then one would open and then that one would close and then both would open and then that they would both close. And so it's like opening, closing, his arms mm-hmm. are bending, his toes are wiggling, his teeth is chat, and, and then his jaw is like, oh, uh, like opening and then kind of closing. Uh-huh. Um, then his right hand starts to raise up and like the there are men, grown men in like their 40s and 50s and 60s that are like stepping back, having to like hold their chest. And Foster's body raises his right hand and then clenches his fist. Um then his thighs like and his legs as he's like laying down um do you know like that exercise when you lay on your back and you do like bicycle wheels and stuff like that yeah so his legs started to like look and act like they were um walking trying to walk uh people of the electrical currents because of the electrical currents because he was applying them Dang. all over the place and he was applying a lot and everybody watching definitely thought he was coming back to life but he wasn't. It was just the electrical current. Um, so one, <laughs> the Newgate calendar reports that, you know, you know, after the whole experimentation, uh, you know, they report about it and how it went. Uh, they say that even if that was the case, like even if Giovanni Aldini did bring this guy back to life. Mm-hmm. They would just kill him again. And I, was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, what? <laughs> they wouldn't be like, this is a miracle. They'd be like, off with his head one more time. <laughs> yeah, like one more time. And uh, one of the hospital head members that had witnessed the event, um, he, I think it was like the feet and especially like the hand clenching. Um, it just shocked him so much that the next day he passed away. I think I think he had like heart problems. He was an older gentleman. Um, but yes, that is the galvanism of George Foster. Well, that was super short and sweet. Wee. So 1802, they try to Frankenstein this man, basically, by sending electrical currents in his body. This was a recap. Uh And his body was, like, twitching and whatever. And they were afraid that he was going to come back to life from this. Yes. And then they all decided collectively, if he comes back to life, if he does, just off with his head one more time. Yep. So that's the whole gist of it. That's the whole gist of it. All right. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simple, short, sweet, weird, though. Weird. Very Weird. strange. Because like this, like they're surrounding this man on a table. I mean, imagine like never seeing that before and knowing the concept and like just seeing the guys like m- like mouth chatter, like, okay, I get it. But then like the eyes opening and closing, I'd be like, yeah, okay. And then the hand raising. Now that probably, <laughs> <laughs> that would get me. I'm like, the uh- heck? <laughs> I would be like, yeah, let's do this. And then I'd be like, let's not anymore. I think some of those people watching were like, okay. Okay, Mr. Aldini. Please stop. Please, let's not do this anymore. Thank you. I'll do I'll do an episode on Gini, Giovanni Aldini eventually because it's it's not hellish. It's just it, it, it's just uncomfortable. So that yeah. would be like a mini because it's just because it's all galvanism is, is like the electrical current kind of 
like apply it and I see know, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But yes, the sources for th- today's show are Wikipedia. That's it. Just Wikipedia. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> the sources for today's show are Wikipedia, The Guardian, the LondonDead.blogspot.com, Murderpedia.com, Typepad.com, ExecutedToday.com. <laughs> they have a website for everything. StrangerRemains.com and Hyperleap.com. Thank you guys so much for you. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you like this story, uh, please go follow our Instagram. Please uh, rate us, leave a review if you can, and we'll see you next time in hell. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye now. Can I stop smiling? Okay, thanks. <laughs>